Today's episode is sponsored by Amazing King Studio. Go to www.shopakzstudio.com for their amazing starter lock kit and also their amazing hair butter, which works on all hair textures from 2C all the way to 4C. It is not just for locks, it is for strengthening, moisturizing, detangling, and protection. No build up and completely natural. Remember, go to www.shopakzstudio.com and get their amazing hair butter starting at only $15 for the 4 ounce and $20 for the 8 ounce. And don't forget about their amazing starter lock kit. Enjoy the show. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Amber Gardner, a.k.a. AG, and you are here for another episode of AG's Truth. First thing I want you to do is go to your social media. That's Facebook. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That is Pinterest. That is TikTok. And follow us at AG's Truth Podcast. That's A-G-S-T-R-U-T-H-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Yes, we give updates about the latest hot topics, we give clips of old interviews with previous guests, and we give clips from upcoming interviews. So if you want to know what is coming up, what has been, and what my opinion on what is currently going on, please go to AG's Truth Podcast. Now, I want to give a disclaimer. This episode will be focusing on day one in particular of the Derek Chauvin trial. Derek Chauvin being the former officer that is on trial for murder regarding George Floyd. I am a person that is all for free speech. However, I am going to say this. If you do not think that Derek Chauvin is guilty of murdering George Floyd, and if you are going to leave negative commentary trying to force your opinion on to other people, I ask that you stop listening now. And I'm going to explain why. I am not a part of that belief bracket, and that's not even why I'm asking this. But I'm asking this because I recently put up a tweet showing a portion of Donald Williams, who was the third witness for the prosecution, showing part of his testimony. And it got a lot of attention on Twitter. When I say a lot of attention... When I look at the stats right now from that particular tweet, it currently shows that it has 37,500 views, 19 replies, 310 retweets, and 978 likes. Impressions, it states 128,209 impressions, meaning this is the various times that it has been seen on Twitter, and it goes down, etc., 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 with that being said, some of the responses, have, a lot of most of the responses have been support, but there have been those that have tried to go tit for tat with me on this topic, topic on if they felt Donald Williams was an essential witness, which is what I deem him. I even added a shirt stating he was an essential witness to my merch shop, my clothing line at AG's Merch on Etsy. And I believe very much he is very essential to the prosecution's case against Derek Chauvin because I believe Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd. However, I am doing my very best as a believer 
and as a mature adult to not argue with people regarding this topic because we are not jurors and as a believer we do not believe in arguing regarding what is right you put out what is right and you leave God to do the rest so once again if you plan to come on here and try to force people to believe that Derek Chauvin is innocent I ask that you Stop listening to the podcast now. I do not want any negative comments on my social media. I do not need you trying to call me this and that, trying to call me names and whatnot. I had somebody try to call me a bunch of names because I spoke about gun control on my podcast page. Um, keep Please, if you, you, if you cannot be mature about the topic, I ask that you leave now. Now, with all that being said, These are my opinions on day one of the Derek Chauvin trial. First, I ask that we refer to this as the Derek Chauvin trial for those of us who are in support of George Floyd and his family receiving justice. For the fact of referring to it as the George Floyd trial, even though it allows people to know more of what you're referring to, unfortunately, it subconsciously puts forth the idea that George Floyd's character is what is in question, and that is not the case. I do not believe George Floyd was on drugs, but for argument's sake, let's say he was on every drug possible. You do not put your knee on someone's neck for almost 10 minutes and not allow somebody that's coming to help them professionally, the EMT, if I remember correctly, and not allow them to help the gentleman. You do not do that. That is why Chauvin got fired. He was out of line and out of protocol. And it's going to stay wrong. Now, with all of that being said, my opinions on the witnesses. The first witness was somebody that worked the 911 operative. She was a very good witness. She stated how, if I remember correctly, she stated how she sent out somebody in addition to the first people because she seemed like what was reported the code that was sent was not accurate she thought something seemed fishy the second young lady she was somebody um caucasian young lady she seemed young early 20s um somebody that worked in the restaurant that i'm not the restaurant forgive me the store floyd visited she spoke about why she started recording and why she came out And one thing she stated, and I I appreciate that she did not do this. She stated, I'm trying not to cuss because police always messing with people over there. So unfortunately, it get, well, not unfortunately, fortunately, forgive me. Unfortunately, it does show that that this type of stuff happens a lot. Unfortunately, it ended in death this time. The final witness on the day one was Donald Williams. Donald Williams, African-American male trained um he used to do wrestling he's trained in mixed martial arts he is the gentleman if you look at the video you'll hear him saying you're putting him in a blood chokehold man and he saw majority of what took place i state majority because on day two the defense did point out that the first few that he did not see the entire interaction but i will get to that on tomorrow when i discuss what was Um, brought forth in day two. I need to finish watching day two and then I'll come to you with that on tomorrow. Today I'm recording this on Tuesday, the day after day one. I'll be posting my opinion on day two on Wednesday, the day after day two. So as the prosecution asked Donald, start begin to ask Donald Williams more questions, they show how Donald Williams is a trained fighter. 
They also make clear that he did not know Floyd or Chauvin before this, so there is no bias. And then they go forward to asking him about his feelings and things of that nature regarding what was happening on that day. And this is from the prosecution, not the defense. So the prosecution is the one, are the ones saying that Chauvin was wrong. Defense is the one saying Chauvin um, was right. Now, one thing that I loved about, well, I loved many things about Donald. To me, he is the MVP. He is the essential witness. And I say this because he broke it down. He broke down what was happening so much, especially the fact of with the way Chauvin had the knee on Floyd's neck, it made it so that he could not breathe. If you've watched the video, I had not watched the video in about a year because the video, I had seen bits and pieces. I went to the New York Times site and I watched the their version of the video. I say their version because it, they, it includes them also explaining what happened in the timelines and et cetera, et cetera. When Floyd passes out, that thing literally made me cry. I was sitting on my couch in my living room and I had to lean back and I had to start fanning my eyes because even as he passed out in the video, you see Chauvin not let up any pressure. Knee still on the neck like ain't nothing happened. Nothing. I apologize for laughing, y'all. Just I'm, I'm trying to... The, the thought of that just disgusts me in so many levels. I, I'm laughing to keep myself calm because I'm a believer and I ain't trying to act a fool on here. I, don't, I try not to act a fool, period. But I'm trying not to act a fool in here. I'm trying to set a good example. So, they go forward more with Donald's testimony. And Donald discusses the fact of how he tried his best to keep the crowd calm. For the fact of, and he he talks about this on day two as well. If if I if he actually mentioned this on day two, I do apologize. But he also mentions the fact that he tried to keep the crowd calm for the fact of it started getting rowdy. And with it, well, for me, when I say getting rowdy, people that were watching what was taking place were starting to get angry. And of course, unfortunately. <laughs> I'll put it this way. If the knee was on the neck for almost 10 minutes, I can only imagine what they may have tried to do to any people that was in that um, quote-unquote urban neighborhood trying to help George Floyd. Um, show, um, forgive me, Williams goes forward to talk about the, because mind you, how he was, uh, uh, allegedly, I found this out after watching the first day, how he was dressed and some of the photos he was featured in because he was there apparently came into question, um, which is weird for the fact of, I'm not sure why, how he was, well, no, I take that back. I am sure why, how he was dressed was being questioned because at the end of the day, if the narrative is painted as if he's this thug hoodish dude that don't know nothing, it makes everything he saw go out the window. But he explained that he had went fishing, and that's why he had on the hoodie. You know, that's why he had on the slides. You know, mixed match socks, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He looked very he he looked very put together on the stand, and I'm very happy about that. And I'm gonna tell you why. Unfortunately, and I, I know this from watching various court shows and stuff, and also for those saying, "Oh, that's nothing." I have a degree in journalism. Journalism is all about learning how to put forth the right narrative and give facts. But also, depending on what type of journalism you're in, you have to know how to put forth the narrative. 
I'm trained in all journalism. That's broadcast as well as print. With me being trained in broadcast journalism, that means I've learned how to put forth a certain narrative. When somebody is not dressed in a more professional manner on the stand, it automatically gives the jury a bad view of the person, unfortunately. And the jury, from what I'm seeing stat-wise, 9 out of 15 of them are white. So with Williams being a dark black man, and I hate to bring up dark, trust me y'all, I'm not a colorist, I'm calling it like it is. Because this is what the jury is probably... I don't know what the jury is thinking. However, these are concerns that people that are not a part of the jury probably have about what may be going through the jury's mind. He is a darker black man and very muscular because of his past training regarding wrestling and mixed martial arts. As a result, him coming in in more casual clothing or what some would call street clothing may put forth to those who view individuals a certain way due to their clothes may put forth a threatening atmosphere. I know it's crap. I know it's foolishness. Unfortunately, it it is what it is at, with certain things when it comes to court cases. So I'm happy that they had him dressed in more of a, a Sunday best type feel, I would say. You know, he had on the shirt, he had on the tie, you know, it was cool beats. Um, I, I wish they had the Caucasian young girl that was before him dressed a, a bit up a bit more. The very first witness was dressed in her work clothes, cool beans. The second witness was dressed real, real casual, the Caucasian girl. And then Williams was dressed up. He was business casual because there was no blazer, but he had on the dress shirt, the tie, et cetera, et cetera. He goes from there. He mentions the fact of how the energy of the energy on the block because he was going into the store that Floyd had came out of when the whole fake 20 thing apparently happened that even led to the cops coming being called and coming in the first place he said something pulled him away from going into the store the energy and had him go around the corner be, to see what was going on and he was talking about what he saw with the recording he was saying, you know, the energy asked, you know, did, did Chauvin pull up the knee? No. And I love the fact that he broke down the different chokeholds because he was saying how with a blood chokehold, which is what you hear him mention in the video when he says to Chauvin, you have him in a blood chokehold. He was saying how it can render somebody unconscious in seconds. Now, some people might say, well, Floyd didn't pass out in seconds. Here's the difference. The blood chokehold that he was referring to normally is with the hand arm. Chauvin had his knee on Floyd's neck. Due to the fact of him having the knee on Floyd's neck and Floyd being on the ground on his stomach, there's a chance that it did not happen as fast because Chauvin was not able to apply as much pressure as if he had him in a blood chokehold. However, over minutes with the knee being on the neck and the pressure of the pavement then that would make the effects that would happen in second with a regular blood chokehold it would make those effects finally kick in it's almost like let's say for instance you are using raw sugar instead of confectioner's sugar. Both of them are sweet. However, it may take a little bit more of the raw sugar to get the same level of sweetness as it would the regular white sugar. However, they both, at the end of the day, are going to get you to a final result, which is your drink being sweetened to how you want. I know somebody may say, why are you, why are you using that analogy? But I'm trying to break it down to the, you know break it down completely. 
So I love the fact that he broke that down the way he did. Um, crazy enough, <laughs> right when they were getting to the most solid part of William's testimony, the live stream went out because I was on Twitter looking at the live stream of it. The live stream went out and by the time they got the live stream back, it was the end of the trial because of the time. Because it got to around 5 o'clock. That's when all that shuts down. So, of course, it had to go into part two, which was today, which is Tuesday, March 30th. And on March 31st, I will go into what was said in part two. Now, I want to make one final statement. A, I loved William's testimony because he broke it down so amazingly. And for those who want to hear more about exactly how he broke it down, like word from word, I do have two minutes of it on my Twitter at AG's Truth Podcast where you can see it now, or you can just put in hashtag Donald Williams, because at this time, I believe due to the retweets and everything, it is actually the first tweet that comes up under Donald Williams name. So if you go on Twitter and just put in hashtag Donald Williams, that is the tweet from my page that I'm talking about. Now I have one last thing to say. I do not understand why people are trolling regarding this situation. As I stated, I watched this live stream on Twitter. There were so many people on there straight clowning, in my opinion, that did not think that Derek Chauvin was guilty. However, they was up in the long live stream making all types of comments. My thing is this. If you do not think Derek Chauvin is guilty, well, my thing is this, first of all, I do not understand why people are taking the case personally. And when I say that, what I mean is if you do not think Derek Chauvin is guilty, I don't understand why you feel the need to attack people that think he is not innocent. If you think it's not, should be not guilty, you're free to think that. I don't agree with it, but you're free to think that. But you do not have to attack people who think he is guilty. The attack part is what gets me. Like, why you feel the need to attack me? Because we think of it differently. But I think I understand why, and I'm ended with this. I was talking to one of my girlfriends about this. And I was telling like, yo, girl, people taking this mess real personally. And I said, I don't get it. Then I said, you know what? I do. I said, people do not want to admit that Chauvin was wrong and murdered George Floyd because admitting that Chauvin murdered George Floyd would mean admitting that there were racial aspects to this would mean admitting that he would not more most likely have done this to a white man and would mean admitting that by them agreeing with Chauvin, it makes them racist as well. Or to break it down to a smaller sentence, hit dogs holler. <laughs> that's all i gotta say about this right now i'm keeping this whole thing in prayer because i'm praying for once we can rewrite history and get this right i'm hoping we can get a guilty sentence let me please make this clear i am not asking for electric chair I am not saying that people cannot be forgiven of their wrongs. I'm a believer. What I am saying is the same way my God is a God of grace and mercy. My God is a God of consequences and everyone must deal with the consequences of their actions. And you can't repent until you admit what you did. Saying you not guilty, which is what Derek Chauvin is stating and pleading, is not repentance. That's saying I didn't do nothing wrong, even though somebody's blood is on my hand. That's all I got to say about this right now. Please join me on tomorrow for another bonus episode where I'll be covering part two of the trial. Please, once again, as I said before, follow us on all social media at AG's Truth Podcast. That's at A-G-S. 
T-R-U-T-H-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I love you all. Let's please keep this all in prayer. And hopefully, prayerfully, we can finally get some justice for this situation. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. I love y'all. Peace. Hey, everyone. I want to thank you one more time for joining me for this amazing episode of AG's Truth. Now, I don't know about you, but after all that good word, I'm tired. So I'm going to go and cuddle up with a great inspirational book, a book like Jeltaro McKinney Jr.'s Imagination or Jairus, which are both available on Amazon.com. Both are available in ebook form, and they are amazing books for believers who want to be able to walk just a little closer with the man upstairs. The links are in the description box, and I hope you enjoy. See y'all next week. Peace.